0: Bubbles.
1: Oh, mini bubbles. Bubbles. Oh, yeah.
0: That was cool.
2: Somebody pulled him. A... Oh. So, but why is the humanoid mad? Jerry? It's all talk... explained. Can we it's
1: talk, explained. About... Can it's we all talk explained.
2: about the motivation? Because, like, what was Jerry doing?
1: Jerry? Blah! Got no face. Blah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's easy, just a few strips of raw bacon. Bacon. <laughs> but he can't survive that, right? Well, <laughs> terrible not person. if she's running away. I'm <laughs> not willing to save him. I don't know, maybe the salt water does something?
3: Very
2: much the male gaze.
1: Little House
3: on the Scary.
1: we're
0: rolling
1: My, nice. we're rolling You're welcome to feared episode feared? two of little house on the scary little house
0: on the <laughs> scary
1: <laughs> all right episode two ladies Woohoo! i'm nigel aka the peruvian nightmare
0: i i was crying cry- crying
1: crying chop man
0: Chop man, not <laughs> chop man. I'm chopping that. But now but you're Cheyenne. let me do the introduction of myself. Thank you. I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> I am no longer Cryan tonight. I am Cheyennegens. Yeah. But I think sometimes I am Cryan. <laughs> and you are. And
2: I am Scary Anna. Scary Anna. Just still the same Scary Anna. Yeah. Yeah doesn't change. I'm so, consistent. <laughs>
1: yeah, so this is our second episode. Um, it's been a little bit over a month since we re- released the first one. It's been probably eight months since we recorded the first one, but it still... It
2: feels like it. It feels Not like quite. it. Yeah, we're
1: still hot. It's
2: quarantine time. Yeah. That's like two minutes.
1: Seven months in into quarantine. quarantine. But it is the high holy season. October, Halloween sorry. season. Decorations are out.
0: Yay. You know what I noticed, Nigel? Or, sorry it's AKA. the peruvian nightmare you know what i noticed the peruvian nightmare is that people started posting and decorating september 1st there was like lead up yeah. they want to get this August. year over with yeah. i know <laughs> i guess i guess so but they said oh now starts the holiday season it's halloween but it was September first, and I mm. felt very confused. But well, what what's going on there?
1: We leave our Halloween. I leave a lot of like Halloween stuff up all year. It's
0: just your daily
2: decoration.
1: Yeah, I am quite the macabre, macab macabre. I'm macabre. Macabre macabre person. So this podcast, for those of, of us that are just tuning in for the first time, we it's the three of us chums and we're talking about scary movies each uh, episode somebody gets to pick a episode and then we talk about it and we have different segments and it's all for fun and games and for the love of the scare
2: and nigel you picked this movie i did episode but
0: you're so well yeah so you're but you're picking movies every day every day
1: Thirty-one right. days of horror. Oh, is, that's
0: what you do for October.
2: Yeah,
1: thirty-one days for a, a lot
0: of movies for a living. Type I type wish
1: it was a little. For fucking <laughs> Somebody wants to pay me to fucking watch horror movies, please. You can email me at this. What some is it?
0: Some of the ones you've watched
2: so uh, far, movie. you would have to pay me to watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is true love to watch some yeah. of these movies.
1: They've been pretty bad, but you know, it's like I wrote on one of the comments, and it's on my. For all like three people that listen to this podcast, it's a, if, if you're interested. Not
2: including us. Yeah. If
1: you're interested, please friend me on the Instagram, Nigel Rudolph, the Instagram. You can see my list and nothing. It's like horror and pictures of Ilari. <laughs> pictures of our it's, daughter. It's a
0: nice balance. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. But, I, I'm seeing the two merge. <laughs> she's
2: turning three. She's yeah, turning three she's a, on Monday. A, yeah, she yeah is that a, is a little horror. A,
1: she is a Peruvian nightmare.
2: <laughs> yep. Um, the Peruvian nightmare. But I've nightmare. seen all
1: the good movies. It's like, I don't know. And I'm trying to expand my horizon. And I'm really in love with like these 70s Hammer films, these terrible like British vampire films that are just awful and boob filled. And, you know, they're It's just, a
0: nice escape from
1: 2020. It is. it is a nice escape. Although tonight's film... Yeah. That I'm watching, not the one that we're going to be discussing, but the one that is on day ten of thirty one days of horror is the Lords of Salem. And so this year I'm doing a a, a themed kind of thing that old Shine Again's helped me figure out. And it's every day of the week. So we have like today is satanic Saturday. That's good. Like um that. what is Sunday? I forgot.
0: Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. So that's just
1: like uh, films about people like going out and trying to have fun and shit goes wrong.
0: Going to
2: their cabin in the woods.
1: Yeah. <laughs> probably Road trip. Tomorrow. Yeah. Monday. Just ma- another manic
0: Monday. Manic Monday. Um, toxic
1: Tuesday. Toxic Tuesday. What were they thinking Wednesday? That's my favorite. What were Thursday, they thinking? Thursday. Thirsty Thursday and uh, Florida Friday. Florida Friday.
0: Not my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I think Florida Friday is also what were they thinking Wednesday?
1: Yeah. So last night was uh was frogs.
0: <laughs> Not bad though. I'm eager to see the end of that one. Well compared
1: Guess. to last
2: Friday's Jack. <laughs> oh come on. Oh, yeah, I'm still recovering. Take a from wild that. guess,
1: <laughs> frogs. So, frogs is actually filmed in Fort Walton Beach, uh, which is in the Panhandle. It's like almost the Pensacola, almost all the way to Alabama, and it's just <laughs> it's a terrible fucking movie. Uh, about killer frogs, but it's like you, all these people died, and then, but then the animals that killed them were just like they were other animals besides frogs, but then they just shot like, like showed pictures of fr- like a, somebody died from a snake bite, and then they showed a picture of a frog. Spoilers! Then, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, a movie called Frogs, it's not like going to be killer raccoons. <laughs> Anyways, tonight's film is Humanoids from the Deep.
0: It's not. It's not tonight's film. No. Right. It, it is the second film in our series. The second film that we are watching, on episode
1: so. two of uh, Little House on the Scary that we're talking about on the podcast as we're sitting here recording is Humanoids from the Deep. 1980. Yes. 1980.
3: Yeah. They're coming. Humanoids from the Deep. A tidal wave of rampaging creatures surges from the dark and violent sea to conquer the Earth. Maybe intelligent enough to perceive man as a competitor. Why the girls? It's my theory that these creatures are driven to mate with man now in order to further develop their incredible evolution.
0: It's enough to scare the hell out of me.
3: Soon the world will awake to a terrifying riptide of humanoids from the deep. We think we know where these things come from. But we have no idea how many there are.
2: The Earth plunges into a battle for the survival of the fittest, where man is the endangered species and woman the ultimate prize. Anywhere you run, any place you hide, any time you stop, they will find you. Doug McClure, Kell, Vic Morrow. Humanoids from the deep. We watched this actually a few weeks ago. We did. So we've yeah. had time to gi- process. digest, <laughs> process.
1: But I, w- uh, the reason why I picked this is. Yes.
0: Do let us
2: know. Yeah.
1: Please. I, I, well, I'll let it, let us know when we talk about it's that my new segment called Nightmares Notes. Nightmares Notes.
2: I like the alliteration.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh huh. But basically the synopsis of this film is scientific experim- scientific experiments backfire and produce horrific mutations. Half man, half fish, which terrorize a small fishing village by killing the men and indulging in the women.
2: You, you, Nigel. You <laughs> <Ew. laughs>
1: so this movie is um so there was a lot of movies being made at the time, uh, in the early nineteen eighties. Well Jaws uh, came out. Right? Yeah.
2: 1970? Yeah, that wasn't necessarily
1: that wasn't necessarily like like a mutation or like no. a a radioactive mutation because we're, remember we're we're talking like Reagan era height of like Cold War all this shit the like you know toxic Avenger and all these wacky movies are coming about about like monsters coming from i mean that started in the 1950s really but so this movie was compared to alien they ripped off alien and they straight up (laughs) definitely straight up ripped off alien
0: i think they just cut the actual film the (laughs) the film itself and just taped it to the end of theirs so
1: and that's you know relevant because that was our last film Mm. discussion that Cheyannigans. Cheyannigans. um but it's been compared to Creature from the Black Lagoon
0: that I see
1: yeah which is another Florida film uh, and there is there is also this really odd niche horror genre in the 1950s and 1960s that was like all about beach horror and um, like monsters coming from like the ocean to, to uh, attack and like devour you scantily, know, clad, scantily women clad beach, beach goers beach. And surfers and stuff um, hmm. the movie called horror horror of beach party which is basically um, <laughs> this is exact same movie however <laughs> I'll talk about this in a minute but there's a huge glaring difference in those beach party movies and those silly movies that this references and then the backstory of this movie the backstory of this movie is like super relevant to um, anthropology and archaeology and native american studies and it's this huge huge thing that is not discussed i'm bringing it for the first freaking time, and I don't know how anybody, even on some of these intellectual horror podcasts that I listen to, don't bring this up. Like, the backstory of what the fuck they, is going they get on. get
2: distracted by the boobs. There's, there's a lot of <laughs> boobs, an Nigel. There's excessive amount of boobs. Yeah. They're really <laughs> they're <laughs> nice distracting. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this movie was originally supposed to be directed by Joe Dante, who did Piranha, which is, like, one of my favorite movies of all time, which is another killer animal movie. The Howling, The Burbs. He did Gremlins 2. I
0: love The Burbs. Yeah. Gremlins yeah. 2.
1: Um, yeah, the new batch. That's good. It's a better one than the. It's first called
0: one. the new batch. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. really funny. That's cute. <laughs> but the burbs, yeah, the burbs is great.
1: Um, and so, but he turned it down. And then Barbara Peters. <laughs> Barbara Peters. Peters. Um, she directed a ton of film that nobody's ever, tons of films that nobody's ever heard of. Um, but she's really, I guess, she was well known for directing episodes of Remington Steele um, and Falcon
2: Crest. I loved Remington Steele. I don't think I ever Pierce watched. Brosnan. it. Brosnan. <laughs> oh yeah. Whew.
1: Really? I didn't Probably. know that. Yeah. 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 So, Good stuff. Um, what did you, you guys think of this movie? I mean, we don't have to go into our segments yet. Let's start with you. Cheyenne agains about what's your kind of basic... I don't know if you want to rate it. and We can maybe rate it later. But tell me what you think about humanoids from the deep.
0: I'll do a later rater. Um, okay. I honestly, um, Nightmare, I thought you were trolling us. Why? Yeah,
2: I have to agree um,
0: with that. Because it seemed kind of... Um, tropey and cliche um <laughs> and coming right after <laughs> why Alien. would you think i would do
1: something like that
0: <laughs> you know we haven't been married that long uh, we only just met so yeah, that's um, <laughs> a good point, a good point. <laughs> yeah I, so that was my initial reaction is um i think this is a practical joke he's not really serious about this film but then i don't know like i can appreciate some of the of the practical effects and so I would be really interested to know what what was the original what did the original release look like because Barbara Peters I know Peters Peters um was fired that's because right. yeah because oh, she didn't um roger
2: corman wanted to sex it up yeah there oh, weren't any right. of the
0: rape scenes in it um and he that's asked right. her to sex it up and she said no and she got fired she and they brought in serious a dude creature, bro though. to sex it up and then her name mm-hmm. was actually still okay so the original release didn't have the rape scenes in it the gratuitous violence against the right there's a ton of yeah.
2: violence like yeah, it actually didn't put all of the violence they filmed in. They actually kept it pretty brief oh. in, the, in the final cut. Really, they filmed, oh they filmed a lot more. <laughs> they so whatever
0: up- they screened publicly didn't have any of that in there so her name peachers was was on it, <laughs> it, was on it yeah. um but then what we watched was the uncut or the director's okay. cut or whatever um so i don't know maybe i would have a different opinion of it if i had seen Absolutely. um seen the one without the violence
1: yeah yeah, yeah. probably What is your thoughts? Uh,
2: You know, it was rough, Nigel. Scary, Anna. (laughs) I would have to say, like, coming off of Alien, this was like, I I always like to compare it to food because food is my language, but it was like eating a three-day-old, like, greasy Cheeseburger. Oh,
1: god. After, I'm
2: sorry. Was so, after I, swear like I was all about the Native course, American angle. It was like after a four course gourmet meal and I was yeah, I also thought you were trolling. I thought <laughs> this is a joke. This has gotta be a joke. Like what could we possibly talk about for this movie? But I realized that actually there are a lot of ties back to Alien in yeah. this movie. Like for instance, James Horner is. Uh, this was one of his earliest films that he composed for. James Horner. He did the music for Titanic, for Avatar. Mm-hmm. But he also did the music for Aliens, oh. which was a James oh. Cameron film. He did and mm. and also this movie is about like reproduction. It's about the drive yeah. for mm. reproduction. Now, of course, this is not female reproduction. Now we're talking about male reproduction. Maybe but that's what, greats us. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we enjoy huh. the dangerous female reproduction, but not so much the male. Repro- I don't. Stranger, know. but danger. it is about that reproductive drive, right? These men fish are you know coming up out of the water and they need to reproduce, and who are they going to pick? They're going to pick the buxom young ladies that are on the beach, and they're convenient, you know, bikinis. So, yeah. so, so I learned to appreciate it the more that I lived with it and thought about it and digested it like that greasy cheeseburger. (laughs) It was hard to do, but I did it. I did it. And so, so I would rate it a little higher than initially I would, but it's still not, not in my list of like movies I would watch again really
1: I've seen it like five times yeah. <laughs> what does that say but about I think, well I
0: think it says that you maybe have you've gotten past that initial whatever like the shock of that violence um, or it just didn't occur to you because those other elements that you're talking about yeah. or that you're about to talk about um, kind of spring forward for you more than they do for us because that's your expertise
1: well, it, yeah, no, I totally. You're I th-
0: giving him so much credit, Cheyenne.
1: <laughs> no, it, well, a little bit of credit is due because I, li- I literally, I mean, while those scenes are very blatant, the specific scenes we're talking about of sexual violence. and it, 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 it They're
2: fairly brief. They're to be, brief. To be fair, yeah. I mean, the, the nudity is
1: pretty. There's lots of nudity. Yeah,
2: nudity, there's lots of running nudity, right? <laughs> I, I, I want to point out one of my favorite things to do is to go on onto IMDb and just Look at the plot keywords and yeah. I compared the plot keywords for alien and for humanoids from the deep <laughs> alien plot keywords, alien spaceship, outer space, creature, female protagonist and creatures, humanoids from the deep plot keywords, bouncing breasts, bare butt, bare breasts, <laughs> female nudity. Those are the plot keywords. Oh I think it's very telling. Wow. Right? Yes. So that, I mean, this might be a little bit why you've watched that movie how many times now? Five. five. Five times?
1: Um, yeah. But it, it is lowbrow. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm telling you, this backstory that's behind it, I think people do focus, and I, rightfully so, I think the attention to the sexual violence is, is very, it, it's obvious place to, to look at. And it's it's cheesy, and I don't think it necessarily contributes anything to, like. I mean, it's kind of the fact that these monsters wanted to breed with, uh, with human women for some fucking reason, <laughs> like, I mean, not that I don't want to breed with human women. I mean, <laughs> 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 this is, a, I'll edit this. Keep, keep going, Nigel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like this.
2: I like where this is going.
1: I'm just saying that that, that, that was gratuitous, right? Like, it yeah. was gratuitous. Again, this whole backstory to what's happening that is the catalyst for for all of that is what's not ever talked about and it involves this situation that really started in like uh the end of the 19th century this movie is filmed it's filmed and it's you know where it's supposed to take place is up in the northwest coast um, Washington State, Puget Sound, like that whole area of uh,
2: yeah right where' salmon.
1: yeah, yeah because uh,
2: salmon are important in this movie.
1: And so Native Americans <laughs> that's Native Americans live there. They still live there. they still um, fish there. during the end of the 19th century, the basically the Native Americans uh, sold their land rights to European colonizers, white colonizers in exchange for continued access to their traditional fishing Uh, locations, their traditional fishing places, right? You know, I would never speak for how the Native Americans, what their mindset was, but that really goes to show that they were giving up their land rights for access to this traditional fishing culture that was there. They were a fisher culture and and they still are. And so basically um, in 1855, two years after Washington split from Oregon territory, the government of the state of Washington signed various treaties with local tribes to compel the native americans onto res- reservation most of their lands were stolen but according to the treaties native american groups could retain the rights to their traditional fishing areas um, like all treaties every single treaty signed by the united states with native american groups throughout the country has been broken um, disregarded like dissolved everything literally every single treaty that the Na- that the united states ever signed with native american groups has been broken the the treaties were ignored and uh, fishermen, commercial fishermen, white fishermen came in and began fishing and decimating the salmon that were in these traditional fishing grounds of the native people. In 1937, a federal court granted a petition to prevent the state of Washington from interfering with native fishing rights, but there was no enforcement of this decision and local authorities continued to police the water and issue citations and arrests. Now, they were issuing citations and arrests because what they were saying was that they they uh, they made a net ban because fish mass fish capture technology is a very traditional fishing method. They did it uh, on both coasts, big mass capture, large nets where you catch lots of fish what at once. What did you make
2: the nets out of? Uh,
1: I don't know what they made it out in Washington state, but here in Florida, they were making nets out of, um, you know, palm fibers, uh, weaving rope, and then weaving the nets together. And so basically you could go out there and you could leave fish weir, a trap basically, and the fish would just accumulate for the day. And then at low tide, you'd go and bring the fish back. And that's on this coast. I don't know anything about Native American fishing technologies on uh, the Northwest coast, but here there was several different types. There was interactive fishing weirs where you'd have to go out and you'd actively fish and bring the fish in. Then it takes a lot of labor, but then there was passive fishing, fishing technologies where you could go out and you would leave nets and the fish would come in and basically trap themselves during tidal fluctuations and then you just draw the fucking fish in at the end of the day you catch lots and lots of fish so this was a traditional method of catching salmon on the northwest coast was using nets so they the white people the government banned the use of nets Um, and so then they were arresting native americans for legally fishing in their treaty protected waters by using nets okay Violence really started around the 1930s. Um, we have to recall that the, uh, the 1850s treaty, the indigenous people had the right to, to keep using their, they had the right to the fish using their traditional methods on their traditional lands. Um, so in the 1960s, this continued, this back and forth violence, arrests, all this stuff continued until the 1960s. It started getting national attention. And then a bunch of celebrities got on board. Marlon Brando was a huge advocate of um, Native American rights, and he actually got arrested for throwing a net in the river as a protest, um, and he was arrested. So in September of 1970, I'm going to fuck this up, but the uh, Lup fishermen on boats, armed with rifles, challenged the police and fired warning shots when officials approached their nets. A f- basically, they call it a fish inn, which was a protest. Fish inn leader named Many Dog Hides was quoted as saying, quote, It's a sad thing we have to bring guns out, but we are dying people and have to fight for survival as we have done for about 500 years. One protester threw a firebomb onto the bridge to slow the game officials advanced, but the police eventually raided the boats and camps and forcefully broke up the demonstrators with tear gas and clubs. So again, the police are pushing back against the Native Americans' legal rights to fish their traditional methods in their traditional waters.
0: God, for fishing.
1: (laughs) For fucking fishing. Because what it was doing was pushing out... These commercial fishermen are threatening the 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 livelihood of these white commercial fishermen. So what
2: were the commercial fishermen using if they weren't using nets?
1: Oh, well, some of them were using nets illegally and not getting in trouble for it. But they were you know, I don't know how you fish for salmon. I have no idea. I don't know anything about I don't know anything about fishing, really. I'm a really bad Floridian, (laughs) (laughs) but that all this is highlighted in this movie, right? That's the whole backstory oh, of this I entire a lot of that. <laughs> Yeah. It's this whole backstory of this entire movie why they're dumping so this 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 company that's dumping the toxic waste into the river. The cannery. The cannery. Yeah. And so the 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 pro cannery white commercial fishermen were pushing back against that one Native American man.
2: That's right. I do yeah, remember
1: that. Yeah, and they were they were it was just this constant battle. So that is kind of the backstory of this entire movie. Is this this real life thing that had happened. Um, So basically, the protests got bigger and bigger. And uh, they called, uh, like I mentioned, they called them fish-ins. They became gathering places for Native American activists. And many people were trained for the foundation uh, of the Red Power Movement, which led to the founding of the American Indian Movement in 1968, which, you know, if you know anything about AIM and the American Indian Movement, um, they occupied Alcatraz because it, you know, was federal property. They took it. It's a really amazing, fascinating story. Um, <clears throat> and then they occupied Wounded Knee in uh, South Dakota. And so it, this this fishing uh, protest that started really in 18 the, the 19th century it blew up well into the—and it's still going on today, by the way. There's still tension between commercial fishermen and Native American fishermen. Um, but finally, the Native Americans uh, have some support for their fishing rights. Um, they had federal laws protecting their, their fishing rights. Um, and actually, I just heard something like fairly recent, a couple of years ago, that it went back to court. So that's the whole backstory of Humanoids from the Deep. And that's what like I was drawn to was this crazy Native American, you know, cultural rights facet of this movie. that is completely like put aside because of like, you know, rampaging, raping uh, <laughs> sea men. monsters.
0: Right. Yeah. You, <laughs>
1: it, it somewhat goes unnoticed. Although yeah. there is like
0: just constant vilifying of the one native american yeah
1: yeah well and their the whole culture and you know he's he was actually played by a real native american it's there's almost a caricature of like the american indian movement activist so like this guy is a caricature of like uh, an aim leader all that was it was all politics and this was really happening in the the fucking news like it was really like a, a thing that was happening the these tensions between native americans and these white fishermen that's why I like the movie. <laughs> let's take a pause for, let's take a pause.
3: Uh, you may have noticed a sign on the right hand side that said Billy Frank Jr. National Wildlife Refuge. It is so fitting for a man who fought for so much for the environment, also Native American fishing rights, but he was also kind of a glue between Native American tribes and state leaders. And this morning we continue our focus on a man named Billy Frank Jr. We still fish, my brother and I still fish right here on the river the nisqually river on this day quiet pristine it's also a source of life for the nisqually indian tribe and it's been that way for generations chinook salmon chum and coho salmon all caught here they're the salmon that we survived off of still do to this day but for willie frank iii remembering what his dad went through to keep the nisqually fishing here is something he never takes for granted in the 60s and 70s the state of washington didn't uh, believe that the, the tribes had the right to fish in their usual and accustomed the grounds.
0: There's no legal gear and it's going to be taken. You'll
2: have to take us with it, the do not let them go fishing on the military Treaty, and we're both enrolled members. We are too.
3: We're what you're no, we're you're the one that's During the 1960s and 70s, a series of events called the Fish Wars took place along the Nisqually and Puyallup Rivers. Civil disobedience, fishins, as they were called, that led to several arrests of Nisqually Indian members by the state, and it often turned violent. <laughs> It was a turbulent time with not only the fish wars, but the civil rights movement as well, and Billy Frank Jr. was right in the middle of it. My daddy went to jail over 50 times here on the Nisqually fishing and exercising his treaty rights. The treaty right is something that dates back to the mid-1800s, when the relatively new state of Washington at the time made deals with local Indian tribes. Land in exchange for the tribal members to fish in their usual locations. However, these treaties were ignored and even forgotten during the 60s and 70s, with the state game wardens making several arrests, including Billy Frank Jr., as shown in the documentary. As long as the rivers run, no jails, nor but after protests and legal wrangling, a federal judge finally reaffirmed the fishing rights the tribes had been given more than hundred years before. People would ask him, "What do you in jail? for And uh, he'd say, well, I was fishing. And he said, well, isn't that what Indians do? You guys fish. Billy Frank Jr. became an ambassador for the Nisqually and local Indian tribes throughout the region. Although the fish wars were over, there remained a battle as Billy Frank Jr. was a staunch advocate for the environment and the protection of the resources our state has. This journey we're on, it, it has a lot of good things that are happening to all of us. And and they'll continue to happen if we all can see out further than we're looking.
1: All right, Scary Anna. Oh, it's, it's Scary Anna's corner. Up. Okay. So Scary Anna's corner. What's your jingle?
2: My jingle?
1: I oh, do you have a jingle.
2: Do, do I have a jingle? Chef Boy RD. No, no <laughs> that's not that's not my jingle. <laughs>
1: all right, it is now.
0: What- She'll be coming round the corner when she comes scary Anna. She'll be coming round the corner when she comes scary Anna. She'll be coming around the corner. Around the corner around the cor- <laughs> cheeseburger. <laughs> she- 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 I-, I got into it. <laughs> She'll be... Eating that cheeseburgers and reading all the literature. literature, she'll be coming round the corner when she comes. Scary Anna, <laughs>
1: okay. All right, listeners. make something of that. Was Nigel, good yeah. you
0: can edit, <laughs> <laughs> edit, yeah, I make that work. Editing just auto tune it, everything. man. We got
2: to yeah. hit. I think yeah. there's an auto
1: tune function yeah. on little house Adobe on the audition. scary Anna. <laughs>
0: <audition.
2: laughs> little house on the scary Anna. I no, like it. That's,
1: that's type, it's type. Trademark, <laughs> <Trademarked. laughs> copyright, copyright, <laughs> <protected>. copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. Sorry. Well,
2: anyway, sca- to scary in corner. Scary in a corner. One of my favorite things about horror movies. I was not a horror movie fan yeah. until later in life. I'm a late convert. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite things is how horror movies really address what we fear. Yeah. Right, like the things that we fear. They help us, you know, process them, cope. And that's why there's so many different types of horror movies, and like so many um, ideas behind them. And some people, you know, I'll I'll find a horror movie scary that you don't, and you'll find one terrifying that I kind of don't care about mm-hmm. and because it's just so personal about what scared us and so this movie I think falls into that really you know in a really interesting way because of when it was made and what was going on scientifically at the time like the backstory of this movie was mm-hmm. that um, they were genetically engineering salmon and mm-hmm. some of the salmon escaped and uh, because of the escaped salmon this like advanced evolution happened that created this man fish hybrid (laughs) that is now rampaging the pacific northwest Mm -hmm. in the 1970s like there was a huge there were huge advances in genetic engineering that that in the 1970s was when they first developed the ability to sequence data the first recombinant dna molecules were made first genetically modified organism was made and so i think that that also led into the making that fear the fear of what Um, altering genes is going to do to us like you know create these things that we can't control and uh, they're going to come after us and they're going to end up killing us and raping our women and like taking over humanity and we're not we're going to cease to exist anymore and this movie really ended on that note right because Mm -hmm. the last scene of this movie was the were those like genetically mutated children being born (laughs) of the women who were raped right so it does not end on a hopeful note <laughs> it ends on a you know this is the next evolution of humanity yeah and that so that i find really fascinating about this movie it was like realizing the context and context is so important without this context of the Native American rights issues that you were talking about and also the genetic engineering possibilities that were happening the movie kind of falls really flat
1: but yeah totally
2: in the context of those things and seeing understanding you know what the fears were about that and how this like I wouldn't say this movie addresses those fears in any kind of sophisticated way but, but none of the movies.
1: <laughs> At the time, did either? I like mean, Piranha. Alien did
2: this movie. This movie was a year after Alien, yeah. and it's hard for me to believe that these two movies are even in the same universe.
1: Well, uh, yeah, honestly, I
2: mean, but, yeah. <laughs> so there are movies that can address those things in a sophisticated way. This movie didn't. But even in this really unsophisticated way, it was still addressing these really primal fears mm-hmm. that we have. It was a movie of its time for sure.
0: So were those fears just just part of everyday culture?
2: I think so. Like, I think, you know, these news reports were coming out. They had you know, they had um, put like a human genome in a, in a mouse and I think that for some people, like for us now, those kinds of things are just like, of course, of course they did. Yeah, we've been able to do that for you know, decades now. But at the time it was, you know, the possibilities of that were were terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they were really terrifying.
0: So the mind just sort of takes the unknown Absolutely. and goes to the darkest place. Yeah, it and can. we were
1: still in in the midst of this like crazy Cold War mentality, you know. So it was still like the end the space race really started in the 50s and 60s, but like it spread well into when Reagan and then when um, when the Soviets and the competition with the Soviets and there was all, like, all these movies that were all, that came out at the same time that were all kind of dealing with this, you know, science gone wrong. Yeah. You know, like, w- we have this great idea, you know. What
2: could go wrong? W- what
1: could possibly go wrong? <laughs> we'll inject, you know, toxic nuclear waste into salmon and we'll see what happens you know when it,
2: one of the only women in this movie who did not show her breast was <laughs> the scientist <laughs> the wife also yes Yes. but the scientists the science lady the doctor and she's the one who gave all the exposition about the fish about this background about how you know they had been messing around with the fish's genes trying to get them to reproduce more quickly and Mm -hmm. grow more quickly Mm -hmm. and how some of the fish had escaped and that's why she thinks that these creatures developed and like she's the one who gave all that exposition her
1: character was also flawed too though because she like you know like the the white hero the fisherman the guy like all he did was bat his eyes at this like scientist and like she fell in love with him like instantaneously <laughs> like so it's 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 such standard for like 80s movies it's like you you have a well, strong yeah, they female deviate character too much. yeah a strong <laughs> female character and um but then like they blow it she's strong yet she's very weak when it comes to like the you know the sexual prowess of man. You know it's like she falls right into the mm-hmm. same traditional so, trap.
0: Yeah, she started off the one working for the cannery. Yeah, and then she sees the light, um, and yeah. that's where her strength is. Like, oh, I, I can have morals, I can be ethical, but yeah. oh, yeah, but <laughs> oh, he's but wait, so handsome. He's bl- He's got feathered blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> he did have great hair. Yeah, they, they all the men had great hair. Mm-hmm. Did they? I didn't notice the hair. It's like Dallas, like that yeah. blown out, like <laughs> the height on it. Not pompadour, but yeah, it's like my granddaddy's hair, like sprayed shellac. It was nice.
2: Not, Nigel that. has good hair. Thanks. Nigel yeah. has good
1: hair. Mine's natural. It's natural grease. <laughs> natural. It's hair. It's head. You should grease. bottle
2: that stuff, Nigel. Don't Sell it on Amazon. Daddy
1: sweaty. Daddy sweaty. Not sweaty. just fucking filthy (laughs) what's on recipe corner this episode shenanigans shenanigans shenanigans
0: so i i was thinking about the shots um in the film like do we see any more than one of these fishmen creatures at once um because i read that they're made of rubber
1: and rubber you <laughs> read it and i mean they look like the most ridiculous fucking rubber suits i've ever seen
0: rubber is really heavy yeah um so it's my my position on this is that i really think that there was only one suit and Scariana, yeah, was reading. You, yeah, yeah there you s- was
2: there was only one complete suit and there were two other partial suits that had to be shot from very specific <laughs> angles so uh, that nope. they couldn't see
1: there's your <laughs> difference between this and <laughs> alien i mean it's like you know when you're dealing with pocket change versus like millions and millions of this, dollars this
0: is true mm-hmm. and it reminds me a little bit of like just um shooting shooting pots like um we're all We all make pots here also as in in pottery pottery (laughs) pottery and uh, you know sometimes you get a good pot out of the kiln but then like dang it there's a crack or a blurb or a blob or like some sort of crappiness so you can't sell it but you can photograph it you can get a really great image out of it (laughs) because nobody's going to see the other side giving
2: away the secrets. (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. they do it in film they do it in hollywood why can't we do it
2: <laughs> yeah so for this movie they only they had one and you know a half suits basically so
0: then it was one actor probably right yeah yeah
1: no you do see two of them at, uh, yeah. like at the same time one and a half yeah <laughs> One, 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 <laughs> one and, half.
0: and a half actors. <laughs> well like in a lot of monster movies there's like one monster and then there's the guy who plays the monster um so, but yeah, I was thinking about it's such a low budget film that if it is a rubber suit, um, then it there's only one. There's not an army of these yeah. fishmen like they want us to believe that they're no, taking over. You'd have to do something with cuts,
2: magic of cuts, to make it seem like there were more,
0: yeah. right? Or maybe miniatures. So that's that was my conclusion: is that if if we're DIYing this um we're doing it in miniature yeah because i like what sort of could we use latex maybe to make some sort of a, a fish man skin think it's suit very for someone? cost prohibitive it is yeah. we are yeah. also low budget here yeah. um so i, I really do I think know. like Miniatures. miniature miniature i'd be interested to know miniature? is
2: like there's various scenes in this movie where you see like faces half eaten off
0: yeah. like so gooey. really well how yeah. do we do that it's the magic of film mm-hmm.
2: Okay, but so explain it.
0: So you can use LaTeX to create all sorts of moulage, Mm -hmm. gooey. Mm-hmm, to get your the flesh, your the shiny, flesh. To, but to get um, actually the really cool spaghetti thing about um, you could do spaghetti noodles. But if you're if you're handy with latex, you can create the scars and then apply them and then take them off. Um, so oh. you can actually build them on wax paper and then yeah. apply them. Um, when I worked for that, um, uh, what, what was that place I worked for? Where it was um, it's like a
1: Camp Landing. It's like
0: um, dis- mass disaster, disaster casualty training. So I was one of the actors. For a couple of summers um, in grad school, and uh, yeah, like the moulage was I so did it for fascinating. One day. You were a victim. I was a victim. I was, and and I played the part. She like did. it was fascinating to me. Um, most people were there to just make shitty money, um, but but you you were really into character. Like, I was. Did you have a backstory?
1: They yeah, gave they you, give you cards. They give you backstories.
0: So so the, because you're training like the the military people or the um. The Coast Guard or the the Army. You totally um, weren't
1: taking it seriously. No,
0: they weren't. But <laughs> but I think like everybody has to take it seriously for them to get the training that they need. So right. You're like doing a service, but you also get paid. And so, their job is to get you through um, decon and get you treated and make sure you live and figure out what's wrong with figure you. out what's wrong with you but you have to like show sort of without telling what's wrong with you right. um so you'd have a little card that had like this is what happened to you these are your symptoms um they should probably like put you in an ambulance or like, sorry, hun, you you're going to die right here. I'd be or, so like,
2: tempted to just give the guy a card and be like, here, this is what's wrong with me.
0: <laughs> no, <I> mean, <laughs> but yeah, so like, interestingly, like they had this this makeup team that would come in and they would do your makeup for you. So it seemed super easy um, huh. to just build up like a burn on wax paper and they had like a whole and they would add
1: to it, they would attach it kid. and then like yeah, add but they to it. They weren't doing
0: like half man, half fish bites. Right. No.
2: No, but that's, that's when you
1: go to the morgue and, <laughs> at night. At night, not during the <laughs> day.
2: No. I not, don't think we need a real dead body. No, but you could no, eat no. its face off. I mean this is this is this is about how to reproduce. Oh not <laughs> yeah. not how to really yeah, have the dead no.
0: So bad. the magic of no. film is that you don't linger on um, whatever shot it is you don't linger you don't give you just people give a time and be like yeah. oh that's spaghetti <laughs> and so when we we're watching the film we didn't we didn't realize like yeah we didn't realize that there's like only one and like three fifteenths uh, finished suits yeah. of this fish man right. like you don't think about that because you're only getting tiny glimpses yeah, of the true. fish in And your brain fills thing. in the rest. Your brain fills it in. And so all you have to do is just um, yeah. think about <laughs> texture and contrast when you're yeah. filming and also what you're leaving out. So like the eye, your eye can see almost 180 degrees, whatever the specifics are. But the camera is not seeing that. The no. camera is... Um, blocking out all of those external um, elements that are adding to what you're seeing, so it takes out all of that extraneous con like context. Um, so yeah, spaghettios. Just Dump some spaghettios
2: I can on, make on spaghettios. your face.
1: Spaghettios. Yeah, you want spaghettios? I we'll make you some spaghettios.
0: Quick cut, and that's it. That's your brains coming out. Okay. Yeah. 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 You just sort of like, um, what? What are you looking at? Like, what is the the factual thing you're looking at? And then, what does that look like? Um, hmm. What could you compare it to um, in terms of texture and color and contrast and yeah, and all of those things? And then, what do I have in? In my pantry that looks like that not that i have spaghettios in my pantry you guys yeah. i do not we are homemade We're fucking crunchy
1: um, yeah. up in this yeah.
0: we yeah. would make our own homemade pasta to yep. make the
2: spaghettios thank you Uncle that would Frank. end up on someone's face
0: <laughs> but i don't know that i'd go with pasta um you know like we said in the last one um gelatin is a really great oh, material yeah. this could be make- good blood clots mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's texture is fantastic um depending on how much um, water or liquid you add to it and then you can also add slurries to mm-hmm. it um so you could
1: take little lisa slurry little lisa slurry mm-hmm. lisa slurry
0: yeah i think you made that joke last I time i did but yeah. i edited it out oh okay i'm um, gonna edit this one out <laughs>
1: <laughs> little lisa I think slurry
0: if we did like remake this um I don't know that we could pull off a rubber suit um we might be able to like
1: can you buy like like what's the closest to a rubber suit that you can get but what like what a if, rain slicker what if you
0: just needed a rubber
2: glove mm-hmm. and you just saw the the claw of the fish yeah that's man. what i was gonna get at
0: is they like oatmeal we're not going to be able to do a full spray shot foam. like or um, maybe a from wide a wide distance. Shot. So we could do a distance, distance shot, shot like uh, a really wide shot yeah. and a really close up shot, but we're not going to get um the you know suit. like I'm telling a medium you, shot.
1: Oatmeal, paint, spray foam.
0: Spray foam is your friend. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. A rain slicker. You could get as close to. I mean, it would look ridiculous. It would look like. A rain I mean, it slicker. looked ridiculous in the movie. <laughs> yeah. so. so I
0: would almost. I would almost say, with the rain slicker, you might actually be better off if you had like um, a furry costume because mm. when you add those oh, and liquid elements it up. Like to it, like one of those it, weird fetish gonna... things,
1: the furries. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, when
2: what you, you know about those, that, Nigel, it's what my
1: things? business. Maybe that's maybe that's the Peruvian nightmares business. Nobody else's.
2: We wouldn't judge you, Nigel.
1: <laughs> I love that scene where like the, the 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 pier the pier collapses and like that person is like scrambling up the side. Remember, like the oh. the woman, the <laughs> no, scientist. there was a
2: little girl. Oh, it was little the little yeah. There was a child. Yeah, There's a child, and the guy but was it, trying to help her.
1: Yeah, it was like ten minutes. <laughs> It's like ten minutes. I'm like, come on, kids.
2: But what about the half hour they took spraying gasoline in the yeah. water, yeah. literally <laughs> for like half three. an hour? And then, did they even ever light it on they fire? Did. They, did. They, did. they yeah. did. they made
1: three like tiny fires. It
2: took. It took them like. <laughs> It. I took half the movie <laughs> yeah, for them to terrible. spray. I it did, was, and was there was
0: terrible. never any explanation. And it was the lady
1: scientist who thought of it. killed, them, it killed of them, it. them all. It totally worked in the end. All three of them. Yeah, killed yeah. All, three all three humanoids from the deep.
2: But, you know, they still survived in their offspring, Nigel. That's true. There was mm. a
1: sequel, um, Humanoids 2, um, or some shit. I don't remember. But it, Yeah, there was a sequel to it, but it was like... Uh, straight to Humanoid straight to, to VHS,
0: <laughs> yeah. the offspring. Was that before or after the
1: remake of what was it? 1996? Oh, that's
2: right. In ni- yeah, was it ninety five, ninety six? They oh, yeah. actually remade, they remade the, the movie. Yeah,
1: they remade it. I didn't. I've never seen the remake.
2: i have never either. Now I'm curious. I can't imagine.
1: They... It's very good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it can't be worse. It really can't be.
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, but I, it can be because if it leaves out this, those things that we yeah. were specifically talking about, like if it leaves out the whole Native American struggle for fishing rights.
2: It was the 90s. Like, I bet it didn't.
1: I bet it doesn't even touch on that, though. You think? I don't, I don't know. know. I guess we yeah. got to watch it. Yeah, we got to watch yeah. it. So that will but, not so be the So was next there
0: thing. any resolution to that? Like the, in the beginning, like the the sheriff is, is vilifying um, the Native American actually yeah
2: because it's the is one of the one of the bad guys it wasn't the sheriff but it was one of the bad guys who was on the pier that Nigel was talking yeah. about trying he, to save that little girl and the Native American come, guy comes he, and he
1: helps, helps him, him. Yeah. remember right. he, he's they like hesitant each other
2: yeah like that's the he'd scene. almost rather be killed by the humanoid fish creature than that's be helped scene I by was the talking Native about. American. that's the
1: scene I was talking about where the dude was taking like 20 minutes yeah. to climb up this piece I'm like just climb up yeah, the fucking just wood do it. man yeah <laughs> Yeah, Just
2: do it. Well, like, I mean, his leg had gotten chomped. Yeah, well, you I know? guess that's it's, true. Yeah, his leg had gotten chomped. So yeah. there's a mm-hmm. lot happening in that there was. Scene. I mean,
1: I imagine like the you try to put yourself in that position with, you know, like the pier broke and you're climbing and there's a humanoid from the deep trying to chomp your leg and you're struggling. So it's like, I don't want to pass judgment. Like if this was real, I would not want to pass judgment on, you know. I
2: know. Like, another person might have just frozen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and this guy was at least trying, but the Native American... But then the, I love the white guy, you know, was like... The protagonist was very hesitant, but then he was like, oh, thank you, thank you, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, and now they're friends. And now
1: they're buddies, and he totally mm-hmm. understands the history of broken treaties and Native American <laughs> fishing rights.
0: Yeah, that that's probably a bit much. So was he the only... Um, like the only native american at all in the community I,
1: or well they went to his house remember they like canoed to his yeah. <laughs> canoe to his house i think you saw his wife or something and she was like foxy you know foxy native american
0: but so was it's just interesting that he's representing like his entire group his mm-hmm. entire culture for the viewers um and then like the sheriff and all of his cronies and everybody they're all kind of just like um, kind of facsimiles of each other. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, but you didn't need a lot of like everybody knew the aim. A- and in and, and, and 1980, everybody knew the pissed off. American Indian activist. You know, like everybody was well aware of that that trope, jean jacket wearing, you know, fist in the air, braids. Um this guy didn't have braids, he had beautiful feathered hair like all the other you know, but you know, he was still a a stereotype of
2: Well, this movie was not about character development. No. You know, well, for no, any of the not characters. Not at all. Not, at I all. Mean, not even the,
1: the Native For American. the
2: humanoids
0: no not even then no you don't think so. they're strictly violent and this is what's confusing to me is okay so they're like a blend they pack of
1: them in i mean they try to preserve the women after they like you know that, yeah that they pack them true. in seaweed packed them in seaweed true be-
0: because they're incubating
1: yeah but you know yeah i guess they could have you know put a I mean, cigarette out on their and then forehead.
0: she dies like she, what she only creates mm. one procreates once i guess so yeah, yeah it seemed like a rough birth yeah it seemed it was really a rough, rough time it was you know a rough time. i don't know much about salmon like you um peruvian nightmare mm-hmm. we don't know much about salmon it's but delicious I, it's
1: delicious some I, butter
0: yeah i do think that the, <laughs> the, the humanoid on that shit their violent streak comes from humans not from the salmon.
2: not from the salmon No, not no. from the salmon. salmon
1: are beautiful funny shaped fish just peace, wanna, peace lovers yeah they just want to like salmon Swim against the tide. But you know the make, make a little the, love.
2: You know, the sexuality part probably comes from the salmon, right? That dot that drive to mm-hmm. procreate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the drive yeah. spawn the drive. The term is the spawn. spawn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the violence is, yeah. is from us.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. That's a fair point. I think point. that's fair.
1: Yeah. That's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Who's next in line? Scary Anna. So okay, so I skipped ahead. Oh, yeah. I skipped Scary Anna. She was supposed to be this time, I was but I to I be jumped Anna. in because I it's Scary Anna's time now. She's next. It's scary Anna's time. She'll
0: be coming, coming round the, the corner when she comes scary in. She'll, she'll be coming round the corner when she comes scary in. she'll be eating, eating lots of cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers and, and reading all the literature. literature. She'll be coming round the corner when she comes scary in All right,
1: there's my there's my cut. <laughs> there's my
0: cut. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. listening to that, Nigel,
2: over and over and over. Yeah, it's my turn.
1: Yeah, But yeah. Seriously,
2: auto tune that.
1: I for uh, us. I don't know how to but do we, that.
2: We're going to be making a sharp left turn from the Creature Features. Okay, just so you know.
1: I love Creature Features.
2: Be prepared creature yeah.
1: features um, is second to my favorite genre subgenre of horrors uh, what's the first I do love vampires Satan oh Satan yeah and satanic films
2: yeah I like a good ghost story mm, I like a good yeah. ghost
1: story but a ghost story is the only horror genre that actually scares me
0: yeah yeah
1: not that I believe in ghosts is, that- <laughs> is it because <laughs>
0: a lot of ghost stories have the jump scares
1: no oh the jump
0: scares always get me even when i know when they're coming but even when the music tells you it's gonna happen now
1: yeah that's lousy lousy still gets me filmmaking (laughs) <laughs> um, no, I love jump scares. Jump scares are great mm. when they're effective, but you can overdo them, uh, and and they lead up to them. Like, yeah. you you ruin the jump scare the, when you fucking but announce the
2: anticipation it. is part of yeah. the fun of it. If it is it is absolutely part of the fun. Yeah,
1: but but ghost ghost movies are. Mm. I, I wouldn't know. I don't know if they scare me, but they're the ones that have given me nightmares. Yeah, um, mm. they're my favorite. I'm not scared of anything. Nothing. No, except no. Uh, snakes. I'm not scared of snakes. I respect snakes. (laughs) Women. I'm not. not. (laughs) You should be scared. So, thank you all for joining us. (laughs) I'm very scared. (laughs) No, but thank you guys for joining us on episode two of Little House on the Scary. Um, We'll be coming at y'all with um, a new episode soon. Check the show notes. There's all kinds of always good things on the show notes. So all the stuff that we've talked about on this episode, we will uh, post links if you're interested in looking further at this. Become a member of the American Indian Movement, um, push back against colonizers in the history of colonialization and anti-Native American uh, violence. Violence in this country—that's us.
0: That's a, I'm talking to white people. That's us. <laughs> We're the colonizers.
1: We are. And we'll catch you all. No, that's what I say. <laughs>
0: yeah, don't say that. I, I did want to say we'll catch you on the I prairie. Catch you on the prairie. No. Should we, I think we should have um, matching hoodies with our logo?
1: Yeah, our logo is badass, and I designed the logo. By the way, the Peruvian <laughs> Peruvian nightmare, modest nightmare. designed mm-hmm. the logo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, and it's it's uh, yeah we should, that's a good fucking idea. Yeah,
0: I, I occasionally have them.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it is becoming. It's yeah. supposed to get cold for um, a couple of days here. Before, <laughs> 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 maybe
0: <laughs> maybe our
2: our like your ending thing should be like see you at the dinner table.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, back to 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 food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 anyway, all right, we'll catch you all later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.